0: Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us in this sharing of God's Word. This is where we learn, study and abide in our personal journeys with our walk with christ and if there is one thing that i know for sure it is there is our way and there's god's way father in heaven creator of all things good we ask you for this time that you come before us that you fill our minds and our hearts with encouragement with wisdom with discernment so many things that you have made that have that is that are good and we thank you for that we thank you for this opportunity and we pray that this your word goes to your people using your Aaron boy vessel to deliver this message that you have created so that it may comfort that your grace and mercy be fully understood by your people those who choose to know you and develop a relationship with you, and that being the end goal, so that your people can get to know you better. This we ask and pray in your precious Son, Jesus' name, amen and amen. Um, I want to talk today, this is uh, the Giving of Gifts series. Uh, This is the first part in that. It's again a multi-part series. The Bible is full of instruction on how we should best live our lives. The expectation is in the effort, not in perfection. So following that, we take today's verse from the book of Matthew in in an introduction uh, to the Sermon on the Mount. It's no accident that this verse comes just after the uh, Beatitudes, uh, a group of passages that speak to those who are blessed and and far from the manner uh, means and definitions this world uses currently as blessed the beatitudes in jesus speaks himself calling these people blessed who are poor who are in mourning who are meek hungry who are persecuted and insulted and mistreated for being a child of God, a believer in God, a follower of Jesus, but also, to no surprise, those who are pure in heart, peacemakers, and, and merciful. In short, it calls for us to rejoice and be glad, knowing that the ways of this world are not His ways, are not God's ways. So I'm going to read from Matthew 5, verse 16, just one verse from the NIV, Matthew 5, verse 16 it says in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven so title topic subject is gift giving this part one gift giving so in this holiday season there is a lot of emphasis on gift giving so i thought it'd be fitting to cover that topic, except in perhaps a different way than you might be thinking. We're going to break this single verse down into three parts in in today's message. While written in a straightforward and easy-to-understand manner within just one passage of Scripture, lay immense and profound knowledge and wisdom. All we need to do is look, take heed, and follow look this this isn't rocket science none of it what makes it difficult is like the polar opposite draw on a magnet right are 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 the the opposite and opposing forces trying to lure us away from what is good acceptable and pleasing in god's sight you take two magnets that are polar opposites they you know they'll, they'll pull away and then there's another magnet that on this end that can pull you even further yes it is just that simple first point is let your light shine What does it mean let your light shine what does it what does it mean to let your light shine well most commonly it's known for the ability to illuminate that is to provide light in dimly lit spaces right but upon closer examination of the word from a biblical perspective we learn that the term light was often used as a way of communicating spiritual truths with that understanding it makes more sense and we're better able to understand what Jesus means in verse 14 in this same chapter, when he says, we are the light of this world. So, again, looking at the first part of Matthew 5 and 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others. The metaphor used in verse 15 speaks to a town on a hill. Presumably, that town has many buildings, each of them um having lamps inside at that time that shine light through the windows it would be nearly impossible then to to hide or miss the illumination emulate emanating from this town up on a hill when we're in the dark suffice to say that we as god's people as believers in him followers and members of the body of christ represent that town the light his light that is inside of us illuminates this otherwise dark world providing a path and direction to follow to safety and comfort for those who may be lost in darkness so the second part of that is so others can see your good deeds this is where we really tend to go off the cliff when misinterpreting what that what that means so imagine wandering around aimlessly in the wild pitch black cold it's dank there's dangers lurking everywhere fearing that your next step could be your last and then off in the distance You see the warm glow of light, representing hope, safety, provisions. I'm hungry, I'm cold. Shelter, protection, and all the creature comforts the human body or soul long for. A safe place to rest, to lay your head on, in peace and be nourished. We, as children of God, represent that very thing to the lost when we allow his light to emanate and shine brightly through us. So we now look at the second part of that same sentence, 5 and 16. It says, that they may see your good deeds. Here again, deeds are not what you think biblically translated it means works throughout the bible works generally refers to god as in his power and authority and wisdom running throughout the old testament quite a bit works of jesus christ and for this message works of man concerning faith through that lens then these deeds i e works are us exercising our faith. It does not mean, hey, look at me, look what I'm doing. Look how upright and and holy and sanctimonious I am. <clears throat> looking down my ecclesiastical nose at you as a chief moat inspector, no. In other words, things man does in his own strength that relate to pride, being proud, puffed up, and arrogant, all sins, all as evil as sexual immortality, immorality and murder, by the way. No, this is about works of faith, believing when there is no evidence or reason to being confident in god when others are full of doubt standing on his word when tempted to fall knowing god's will will prevail when unsure being present and going forward when in lack and downtrodden pretty much doing the opposite of what the world does in a crisis but doing it in faith yeah those deeds the tough ones works people are watching they'll hear your words but they're going to pay the closest attention to you when you're up against it when you're facing adversity regardless of how small somebody cut me off in traffic to how large lost everything facing an imminent crisis That's when those who don't have a relationship are paying the closest attention, and that is your greatest opportunity to shine and let your deeds be be noticed, not for the faint of heart. So then the question is, well, why? Why should I do this? To glorify the Father in heaven, as I just referenced in in Matthew again. We'll look at the, the last part of this, 5 and 16 and glorify your Father in heaven. So the full verse, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. In our own strength, on our own accord, following our fleshly logic and ways, these deeds would be seemingly impossible. That's because without God, they are. So, it would be safe to say when others who don't know or have a relationship with God see you doing something that appears out of the ordinary, challenging, difficult, and and, and nearly impossible, with each of those, they're naturally going to ask, how is it that you can do that? How can you do that? Why (laughs) did you do that? Why not just give up? Why not seek vengeance and and get even? Why not take the easy way out and and just be carnal? Ah, Forget it. It's too hard to walk in righteousness. Okay, let's keep it real. When you're kind, instead of cussing that other person out, they might deserve it, but you don't how do you remain calm when you would rather have throat punched them tell me that thought hasn't crossed your mind why aren't you anxious or or in despair over this can't you see this massive storm no money no job bad luck in pain health issue dire hey health issue perhaps even terminal maybe no cure with no visible way out. That is how they, they, those who you're showing your good deeds to, will come, who will see your good deeds. That's how they will come to understand that it's not you operating under your own puny strength and power, but it is the omnipotent power of God within you that gives you supernatural strength to prevail endure conquer and be victorious that spirit that resides in you that enables you to stand tall and not waver holding your peace as his omnipresent power washes over you my mom always used to say still does hold your peace, keep your peace. Peace is valuable. It's priceless. It helps us to remain calm, not have a hair trigger to not be carnal and worldly. It is the Holy Spirit that allows us, enables us, enables us to do that. It is God's mercy that spares you from being destroyed by circumstances and instead finding peace, comfort, and even joy in the midst of of the storm not just when it passes when it's over you can be facing something and it is right in front of you and it is treacherous it, it is insurmountable indescribably painful and yet still have peace and it can melt away those feelings and emotions through the indwelling of the holy spirit the light that is in you and that is when people are going to be paying very close attention to you god gets the glory in those situations so know that you were created for just such a purpose believe that as a human having faith in god his light illuminates in you in a profound and distinguishable way in everything you do, no matter how big or how small. Every kind word, smile, and courtesy to every large act. Not drawing attention to you, but to God. Embrace that your actions, words, and behaviors lead others to or away from having a relationship with God. There is no in-between. Either what you're doing is leading people to, or you're leading them away from God in your every word, action, thought, and behavior. Let that sink in and marinate. Stand on His Word knowing that you already have everything you need inside of you because he put it there to endure through the worst storms, which clearly demonstrates God's unmatched and unparalleled power, grace, and mercy, which in turn gives him all the glory as an encouragement to others to become believers and followers of christ rising above the temporal and wicked ways of this world to a high place of peace and joy and comfort protection provision and freedom from incarc- incarceration in the dungeon this world pretends to be paradise there is but one god one savior our path to God and one Holy Spirit that leads us to the promised land. Let that light shine brightly inside you, illuminating from you so that it can go to others to direct them to God. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thought stirred in the sharing of God's Word and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.